afternoon. Always a privilege sitting in for Charlie James as he enjoys some well-deserved time off. I just posted on the Heidi Harris Show Instagram and Facebook page, both of those. I put a little the picture of that Christmas card. What would you think, Will? You checked it out. That was really good. <laughs> Isn't that funny? I mean, we just pulled a couch, you know, in the desert or in the woods, too. You can always find people who throw furniture out there and all that kind of stuff. So and I know people's wheels are turning. They go, we would do that next year. If I need just a ratty couch and sit on it and go, hey, here's how we're living. How you doing? <laughs> so it's on the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page or also on the Heidi Harris Show Instagram page. Yeah, good stuff. All right. So loneliness is a big deal. And everybody's talking about it, including the Surgeon General of the United States. And it's a big problem, especially at the holidays for people, whether they've lost somebody they love, and a lot of people have suffered loss, and the holidays obviously are very difficult. If you've lost somebody recently, or I don't care if it's 20 years ago, especially if it's during the holiday season, that you've lost somebody, there's that constant reminder. But loneliness is a big problem, and it's an epidemic. And they're saying, according to U.S. Surgeon General Dr. Vivek Murphy, Murthy, He said, most of us think of loneliness as a bad feeling, but it turns out that loneliness has far greater implications for our health when we struggle with a sense of social disconnection, being lonely or isolated. Now, of course, you got to remember, this is coming from the Biden administration. They couldn't wait to shut us in our houses for a couple of years and destroy anybody's social connection, right? We know what happened during the pandemic or the pandemic, as a lot of people call it. We know what happened. They didn't care about the damage that was done to people socially, especially children, I mean, if you're married and you like your spouse, uh, it probably wasn't the worst thing in the world unless it cost you a lot of money financially. Some people weathered through it okay. They all oh, stay home. I love my husband anyway. It's okay. But people who had children who had no one to play with because either their friends, parents were terrified they were going to get sick or they couldn't go to school or whatever. It was just devastating for them and their social life and all the things that they count on as kids. Uh, so it was very, very hard. And then if you're somebody who's alone, it makes it more difficult. And if you're somebody who's got health problems, loneliness is terrible because the reality is, and I have a relative who's pretty sick, and the reality is that once you get very, very sick, at some point you don't really want to see people. Maybe you don't feel like you look your best or whatever. And then on the other hand, some people just don't want to come visit. You know, a lot of people are your friends and they'll come out, they'll go to the mall with you. Who goes to the mall, right? But, you know, they'll go shopping with you, go to the farmer's market, you know, whatever the deal is that you do together. But they really don't want to come over and sit and visit. I'm not good at that either. I've gotten better at that as I've gotten older because my, I've got you know friends and parents and people who are much older than I am who are getting older. And if I don't go there and sit and visit, set a spell as they say, if I don't do that, I won't see them. So I put the effort into to doing that. But it's not really my best thing, but uh, I do enjoy spending time with people. It's important. But loneliness is a big deal. So... There's a book out, Dr. Jeremy Noble, he's a founder of the Foundation for Art and Healing. He put a book out talking about it. He said there are three types of loneliness, psychological loneliness, social loneliness, and existential loneliness. And I'm not going to read all the details on these particular things. But the thing is, my recommendation for anybody who's lonely and Dr. Murthy, the Surgeon General, said loneliness occurs when the connections a person needs in life are greater than the connections they have. My recommendation to people, if you can, if you, if you can get out, and not everybody can, I understand, and maybe you don't have a lot of money, and if you don't, I get it, because, you know, let's face it, when times are tough, I don't know about you guys, so the first thing I cut when times get tough is entertainment. That's out the door. 
let's go out to dinner. Uh, nope. <laughs> right? <laughs> no. It's not that I'm not going to be able to pay the mortgage if I go out to dinner. It's just that I'm not going to spend my money on that kind of stuff when times get very tough. And I certainly know what that's like. We Most people do. So I don't, uh, we just go into lockdown mode and just don't do it. And so the problem with that is it's difficult to socialize. Not that you have to spend money or go out to an expensive dinner. I'm not talking about expensive dinners, but it's hard to socialize if you don't want to spend your money at restaurants or you don't want to have people over. And I'm not a big person to have people over. I'll go to somebody's house. Uh, I don't particularly like entertaining in my own house, but it makes it difficult and it strains a lot of people. So between the isolation that we all dealt with, with COVID nonsense, and then the isolation of maybe you, you don't want to admit to your friends, you just can't afford it. And your friend wants to go to lunch and you know it's going to be, you know, I don't care where you go. I'm not going to mention a place. You know, some chain restaurant is going to cost you 30, 40 bucks for lunch. By the time you get a drink, by the time you get, you know, a sandwich or whatever and a tip, that's what you're out. And some people, for them, that can be a budget buster. And, and they don't want to tell you that they can't afford it or they don't choose to spend their money that way. And it makes it sound to you like they just don't want to see you. And that's not the truth at all. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. So you can always drive, grab a cup of coffee with somebody. I mean, that's always the way it works. That works well with that. Or, or go meet at the park or something like that with sandwiches. Or I mean, there are ways to work around it, but it makes it difficult. But the most important thing to me to eliminate loneliness, and I know there's some people who just flat out treat their parents with such disdain, it's horrendous to me. And I don't understand it. And I know there are parents who deserve it. You know, we used to have a, a friend that we used to go to church with years ago who told my husband, he said, I have five kids and none of them talk to me and I know why. Okay, well, <laughs> that's on you, bud. And obviously he, whatever it was he did, his kids didn't talk to him and he knew he deserved it. So that's part of it. But it seems to me you're going to have to make some kind of an effort to get out there and extend yourself. A lot of people don't like to extend themselves and they want everybody to come to them, you know, whether it's a social thing or whatever they, that's what they expect. And the reality is people are busy. And then if you get divorced and you maybe, you know, you, it's, it's hard when you're divorced. I've not been divorced. I've only been married once, still married. But when you get divorced, I know people I've, I've dealt with who've gotten divorced, you lose a lot of your friends because they take sides. They may not want to take sides. They may have loved you both. But all of a sudden, no, but they really have more in common with her and they really have more in common with him or whatever. So now you lose those people. And then when you're out there in the world, some of your female friends, if you're a woman, may not want to hang out with you if you're single now because they're worried you're going to take their husbands. Who knows? But what you have to do is you have to build as much of a community as you can, whether it's church. I mean, that's, to me, the best place to do it. And I know some weird things go on at churches, and churches can be weird. You know why? Because they're full of sinners. You know, we're all sinners. You know, so you have to find a church family you feel comfortable with. But you really, to me, the number one way to 
prevent yourself from being lonely is to have a huge, not necessarily huge, but a good community of people and extend yourself. And during the holiday season, if you have nobody to spend time with, and maybe your friends don't call you and ask you what you're doing, you know, sometimes people don't think to call you. They think, well, she must, she must have somebody she's spending Christmas with. And so they don't think to invite you over. And if you don't have kids or grandkids or you're by yourself, it can be very lonely. So in that case, what I'd recommend people do during this season or any season is get out and volunteer. There's always somebody who needs volunteers. Volunteer at the, at the shelter to feed people during the holidays. If you're healthy enough, I mean, I realize not everybody is. But to me, that's the best way to limit loneliness. When you feel like you're needed and you're participating in the lives of others. And I, a lot of people nowadays want to sit on their phones, sit on their computers, have imaginary relationships with people. You know, that they're never going to meet these people. Sometimes they fleece them. You know, sometimes it's some crazy hacker and, you know, living in Liberia who's taking all your money. Uh, these catfish schemes and things like that. But if you get out with real people, you will find that you're less lonely. But a huge part of it, like I said, is you extending yourself and saying, what can I do for somebody else? And there are people in this world who don't really care about doing anything for anybody else. And when that happens, the likelihood of you being lonely is greater, is all I'm saying. So uh, I know it's an epidemic. I get it. It's a huge epidemic problem. And it's actually physically can kill people being lonely. And when you're by yourself, especially men who are alone, they tend to die in higher rates because they don't go to the doctor. You know, they had some symptom and they ignored it. And so it's just good to have community. It's always important to have community. I mean, sure, you get disappointed by people and you get burned by people and all that. I get it. But, I mean, I love my church family. I don't even have a big church. I have a small church. But, uh, I, you know, I love my church family. They're great people. And I, uh, you know, I, I couldn't imagine being without them. But, you know, they're all people, too. They're just human beings. Nobody's perfect here. So that's my recommendation. That's my prescription if you're lonely. Get out and extend yourself if you can. There's always something you can do, even if you can't leave the house. Maybe you can, you know, volunteer for a phone bank for somebody from your house. I don't know, but if you do that, I think you'll be in better shape. That's all. We want you to be happy and have a great life. Check out the Heidi Harris Show Facebook page, Instagram. I just put that old Christmas card up. You guys will get a kick out of it. I'm Heidi Harris in for Charlie James. Coming right back.